Hello everyone and welcome to the Reform Your Lifestyle show. In this episode, I will talk with Charlotte about uh, busy life and sports, how to find time for everything and uh, how to communicate to others. Why is it important for us and why is it better for everyone if we did sports? So Charlotte, can you please just introduce yourself a little bit? Tell a few words about you so we can go how extremely, truly busy you are and how that really uh, gives us momentum and inspiration to find time. Sure. Hi, Kata, and hi, everyone. And thanks, Kata, for, for having me here today. Um, so I'm Charlotte. I'm French-American, born in the States. I grew up in Latin America um, and then France. And then I did my master's in Switzerland. Then I went back to Latin America for seven years, and I recently moved back to Switzerland a year and a half ago. Um, I'm a lawyer by training, but I've never practiced law, and uh, I'm passionate about supporting uh, startups and entrepreneurs, um, and that's what I've been doing in the last, uh, pretty much all my career, basically, in the last 12 years. So, um, yeah, that's what I do. And I have two kids, sorry. I have two, two small kids, <laughs> important maybe. Uh, one year old and three years old. <laughs> yeah, that's what I wanted to just somehow stare you at because it's kind of important that it's not just <laughs> work life, but then the responsibilities that uh, family and motherhood brings. That's also kind of a really convenient excuse for everyone to do some things. As I said at the beginning, um, you do have a busy life, but then you really do like sports too. So um, we talked before, so I know this, but uh, <laughs> you did many um, marathons, half marathons and uh, cross-country skiing too, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I've done a cross-country ski marathon. Um, that was before I had kids, and I also went up a 6,000-meter peak in, in Peru. I was living in Peru before Switzerland, uh, but that was also before I had kids. But uh, I still do. I mean, I like sports a lot. I uh, I did competitive swimming as a kid, um, and I've never, I never really stopped um, working out since I, I didn't continue after I was, I don't know, 12 years old of uh, competing swimming, but I always did, always you know, did sports and I, I really like it. So, of course, when I started having kids, I was worried about that, um, but um, managed somehow to find or to make the time to to, to be able to work out and, and get some sports during the week or the weekend. What is the main motivation for you to do sports? So is it like um, health or because you've always done sports or because you... Um, find doing sports meditating or what what is your main reason to go out and do sports it's a good question and i would say probably this reason the main reason has changed over time um probably today the main reason is to it's because it makes me feel good um and it's a good uh, uh, recovery part of my daily life um, so I get a break from work, from the kids, from everything, and I can concentrate on, on doing sports. Um, but there are other reasons as well. Obviously health, health is another reason. I think it's important to move, especially with, with my job, which is a lot of, uh, of being behind a computer. Um, and, uh, and so it's a bit of all you said, like feeling good, uh, you know, uh, 
doing something healthy um, from, you know, for actually it's mental health and physical health. Uh, so it's both, um, and it's uh, feeling good with my body. So it's a bit of everything, but I would say the main reason today, and also like because I've always done it, so probably it helps when you start doing it um, early on in your life that you know it's a habit as well. Um, it's not something that I had to get used to, uh, and I think um, yeah, today it's mainly uh, uh, feeling good because I, I get the you know the, the all the hormones after having worked out, which feel really good. <laughs> so um, let's just go a little bit more uh, concrete on what what do you do? How does your workout lo routine looks like for a week? Mm -hmm. So um, just to give a bit of perspective, so I've always liked uh, endurance sports, um, but after I had my first kid, and so I used to run um, not a lot, but you know on a fairly regular basis and and you know an hour or something so not like marathons but still like 10ks um and uh and since this is my first kid i am i'm not supposed to run anymore so i uh, got into spinning so biking and biking i've always done as well like i've been lucky enough to most of my life i've been able to bike to work which is luxury and even in when i lived in bogota and lima which are cities that are not <laughs> the easiest to, to bike but i always try so that's the first point is i always try to 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 fit you know sports within my routine like you know as a commute or even now like i don't bike but i you know go upstairs as much as possible when i go home um so that's something that i try to do and then um We try with my husband to go work out once, I would say twice a week. Um, and we try to fit in the in our in our schedule. So for me, as I try to do it as much as possible over lunchtime because then the, the kids are not uh, you know impacted or my husband either. Um, or I try to do it also uh, at night. Um, so today to answer your question, I do uh, some spinning classes. And I do uh, sort of functional training, and um, and the functional training I do it at night at 9 p.m. or online with my coach that is, who's in in Peru. So I kept the same coach as I had before mm -hmm. uh, before moving, and it's convenient because you know she doesn't mind it's with the time difference. It's 9 p.m. <laughs> and for me, I know it doesn't impact uh, either my husband or or my kids. So the kids are in bed. We've had dinner. And then I do my workout afterwards. It does require energy because it's the end of the day. Uh, but, you know, if it's between that and not do it at all, then I prefer to, to, to do it. So that's what I do mostly. And then on the weekends as well, we try to take walks with my, with my husband uh, and the kids, obviously. Um, and as you know, we try, for example, um, the oldest one gets on a, on a bike and, and then we have the baby on the kangaroo. And so we try to have an okay pace that, you know, if my, my oldest one is walking, then we, don't, we can't go fast. So it's like we try to find ways to still, you know, enjoy the walk or, or get some exercise and with combining with the kids or do it when, we, when it doesn't impact the routine with the kids. Yes, you really nicely summarized how, how to uh, try to find the time when you are not impacting the others so it's really a time when you when when it's yours mm -hmm. um is there any time when you think that okay there is no way you can do the lunch break or uh, maybe your trainer is is 
mm -hmm. don't know what's the time difference, but wants to do an afternoon class instead of a morning class, so that would be morning. Uh -huh. How do you communicate uh, within the family that you need to move? Um, I mean, we talk easily with my husband and and with we we do try to avoid the routine, especially not the evening routine. So we try to avoid between five, six, and eight at night. But sometimes it happens, uh, as you said, because of change of plans or or whatnot. And we try to. I mean, we we say it openly and and. I think it helps that we both need to work out and want to work out so we know what it feels and we accept when the other one's, you know, asking it. So that definitely helps. Um, and we all, I think there is kind of an implicit understanding as well that that's the, le like, that's the last option when it's the, when we're both more busy with the kids. So, you know, it means we haven't, we haven't tried to fit in somewhere else during the day. So I think it's just a question of communicating and I would say planning as well, as much as possible. So for example, just uh, yesterday, um, uh, it was raining here in, in Lausanne and we knew we weren't going to do much in the Sunday morning. And I was like, oh, can I go for a spinning class? Because, you know, I knew we would be hanging out at home and, you know, it would be easy for my husband to stay with the kids. And, uh, and, it would, and so I took advantage of that time to just go and work out. Um, which I wouldn't have if it had been sunny, then we would have gone out together all together and, and I would have done it at some other point. So I think it's a question of, yeah, trying to plan as much as possible and but keeping flexible at the same time and, and being understanding with one another. I, I think you're totally right there because uh, most probably the whole family sees that when, when uh, someone who's usually doing sports and moves out uh, the extra energy and tension and stress, if that mm -hmm. movement is somehow missed out of the routine or, or a week goes by, um, it's just it's just really gone down for everyone. So um, I totally agree here with you that, that there is time when you have to say to your partner or uh, some, ask for some help that you have to do this because it's in the best interest of everyone. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. doing the sport is not just a selfish act, but it's kind of uh, mm -hmm. the impacts the whole family and the whole dynamics and um, the whole life around you. And um, you were starting, you said at the beginning that that um, being active and sporty is best to start at the very early age. So um, you mentioned that you're going with your children to go out uh, moving. Do you see the impact already or uh, or they are not really expressing yet. The, the yes, I toys. actually do. My 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 eldest one, who's three years old, he he tells us with my husband. He's like, I want I want to do sport, and then he, you know, and then in some of his books, you can see, you know, some animals drawing sport, and then he goes, you know, so he he expresses his his willingness to do it. So I, I definitely think it it uh in it you know it has an impact on them, and if he sees us doing sports. For him, it's going to be, and sometimes we tell him, well, you know, this walk is a bit faster. It's like doing sport or, or let's go for a run or whatever. And, um, and I think uh, he understands that it's, it, it's not only normal, but it feels good. So definitely, I think uh, it's, uh, it's a positive impact on them. <laughs> and and the, the other thing that you've said, what really was resonating with me, that every move counts. Mm -hmm. So it's it's 
together with the children that you go out and you teach for the next generation, the love for movement, how that, that really every movement counts. So, for example, I remember when my children were uh, small and it was like a slug walk, checking out every little ant on the road, but we still been out for two hours, covered almost 500 meters, but <laughs> in the scene that, okay, we are moving, that's, that's what we do. And then they were able to just, okay, we, we did your part, now we do our part, and we just went another um, length before we went home. And how they um, how they really got used to that, and how it doesn't uh, matter for them that if we go uh, by bike or we walk or we take the bus, they will be all okay with everything. And uh -huh. um, and how these little movements, how you incorporate in everyday life, how much impact that has on on uh, all the movement patterns, all on the the attitude towards movement. And as he said, this doing the I want to be strong is an exercise. <laughs> it's just um, I find it really, really interesting. Uh -huh. um, Maybe I'll add just uh, quickly on that. Um, my 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 kids are are cared by a, a shared nanny, and um, she lives not very close by, and uh, so we have to drive them there. But sometimes when I when I can make the time, I try to pick them up walking. So it's a twenty five minute fast walk for me uh, going uphill so there's no way I could do it with them but then going coming back it's a uh, with them it's about a 40 to 50 minute walk down downhill and my my uh, my son loves to walk he loves when I go without the car and I go pick him up with uh, you know walking he, he's just and I did it from the beginning and, you know, for him, it's just like, you know, he doesn't go in the car and then it's a 50 minute drive and, and he's like stuck in the car. It's like walking and exploring and commenting on everything. And he loves it. And he started, he's, we, we started doing it when he was two and a half. So, you know, it's a long walk for two and a half, yes. uh, but, but, you know, I, he was open to it as well. I mean, I didn't force him to do it, but when I saw that he was, you know, I did it once and he liked it, I was like, okay, well, you know, let's try to do it once in a while. Um, so definitely that's something that, you know, starting very early really helps for them. It's kind of, it's normal then. Um, and the other thing I wanted to add is, uh, for the first year of my second son, like we definitely were a lot busier um, and couldn't definitely could not work out over the routine at night. Like, you know, we really needed all hands on. <laughs> uh, but I, what I try to do sometimes is, for example, if the kids are having are taking their bath, I do some push ups or whatever in the bathroom while watching them. Uh, you know, or some other exercise, or you know, with, while playing with them, doing some stretches. Um, and it's something very little, but it, 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 it like every every move does count. So you know you don't think it has an impact, but I think it does. And and so it's trying to find you know like the combination of of being with them and at the same time getting what you want to do <laughs> uh, done. <laughs> and I also think that this is kind of a chain reaction. So the longer you don't move at all, the harder it gets to start again. Uh -huh. So. If you manage to just um, snip in one, two movements, like stretching, you will still have this um, muscle memory there that, okay, so we we still using this. So, mm -hmm. okay, the body will still keep up with it. 
So it was a really, really good tip what you said there, that just keep moving because every single move counts. Mm -hmm. so, have you it may not feel like a full one hour workout, but it's better than nothing. <laughs> yes, that's true. But, but uh, yes, as you said, um, we tend to think that someone either workouts or not, and there is no middle. So if you're not sweating, then you did nothing. And mm -hmm. uh, I think it's, it's, there are times when it's really damaging because you actually have no time or no capability or because you injured or because sorry, or because um, some other circumstances, you can't put that much time into it. But doing just a little towards to it, just keep the routine, just keep in mind that movement is part of my life, will help to get back to, to the mm -hmm. longer, stronger, um, whatever you call exercises. Mm -hmm. so, what would be your tip for uh, moms with small kids and work and or every all of, around that? So who's really, really busy, what is the best time to get some exercises done? And what kind of exercises can, can someone do during, um, during certain little mm -hmm. times? Um, so I would say, I think it's like the, about the timing, it's very personal. For example, I'm not a morning person and I don't like to work out in the morning, but some people it's their thing and they wake up early and then they get it done and then they're ready for their kids. So it, I think the, the timing is very personal, but I think what, what, what is something that, that helps get it done is to plan it during the week and to, you know, look at your agenda on Sunday and say, uh, I, you know, this week, uh, I can, I can plan it over lunch on that day or I can, you know, whatever, like do it at night or, you know, also like if we do it at, uh, over the routine with my husband, we try to make sure that it's an easy dinner uh, so that, you know, it doesn't like basically because what, what I do is we, we feed the kids and while we feed the kids, we prepare our dinner and then we have dinner when, when the, the kids are in bed. And so obviously if it's only one taking, feeding the kids, then they don't have time to, to cook. So we try to do an easy dinner. So it's really like trying to like make it easy and plan it ahead of time. Because if it's in the agenda, it's a lot easier than if you have to fit it last minute. Uh, I would say that's the main, um, the main, my, my main recommendation. And in terms of, of uh, exercises, again, like I think this is really personal. I'm re I really like uh, cardio. Um, but you know, obviously stretches and just moving around is, is, uh, also good and, and whatever I can do to do that, uh, in the meantime, when I don't work out, I try to do it. Uh, and I try to take, so in, during the pandemic, uh, both my husband and I were working from home and, uh, we weren't getting out. Like we were, one of us was driving the kids in the morning and, and then we're staying at, at home the whole day working. And then one of us was picking up the kids, uh, driving in, at night. And so we try to to do a just a ten minute walk after lunch, uh, and it seems like you know little, but if you do it every day, then it's good. And also, you, sometimes you think, oh, I don't have time for a ten minute lunch break, like a lunch walk. But you know, if you're at the office, you take the time to go out and have lunch and then come back, and probably this time is there. So it's really making the time for for it uh, if you really want to do it, <laughs> of course. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all down to planning and just being conscious about what, what you need and what you want. Mm 
uh -huh. and how to fit in. And make it easy as well, because I think, you know, for me, like I, so my spinning classes, I'm lucky it's like five minutes away from my home, but, and, but I wouldn't go to that place if it was 15 minutes, because 15 minutes twice, like to go there and back makes, you know, adds on a lot of time. So it's yeah. really a question of fitting the something convenient yes. um, that you appreciate at the same time, which is not always easy. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> but thank you very much for this conversation because I think yeah. it was really insightful about uh, how to how to bring everything together that is important for you and how not to let it just go because it's inconvenient or because it's getting harder. So how how you just mentioned that yes, you you need to look around and find what's what's easy, what makes things easier for you to keep the lifestyle you want to live and. Um, I think you had just really good points there with, with every move counts and how to show to the kids already that, that movement is, is actually a really important and crucial part of everyday life. And um, yeah, with them, it's, it's also a bonding time. So I think, I think when you walk with the kids, it's, it won't ever be that you are out of breath unless they are crawling down the hill. And uh, and that's that's a time that you can spend together, and and it's like a triple value out of it. So mm -hmm. it gets the the attention to the children, it gets uh, movement in it, and it also gets some investment for the future. So thank you very much for bringing that up. No, thank you. It was nice talking with you. <laughs> and yes. So for everyone else, it is Charlotte from Lausanne. And we had this really nice chat about how to fit together busy life and sports and movement. And if you are interested in more interviews or more ideas about how to uh, fulfill your life and live it to the best extent, then please just keep listening to us. We will be here. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Reform Your Lifestyles show. If you want to know more about me or about my guests, go visit www.reformyourlifestyle.com and there you can find all the information, previous podcast episodes and more. Hope to have you back soon.